Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and of course, with me, we've got Ben Solkeld, our founder and director. What's going on, Ben? How are you, brother? Good to be here, man. Another solid week. Back into, like I said, you know, CrossFit, pushing myself, always injured. There's always something going on, but feel good. Mentally strong, physically growing. Yeah, that's life, mate. <laughs> Still a bit sore or that's over? Nah, man, always, always sore. It's these little niggles, man. Again, checking the ego. But then when you throw in mountain bike, between mountain biking and CrossFit, is my wife looks at me every day and she's just shaking her head. She's like, the fuck are you doing, man? Like you're 44. <laughs> You need to need to dial it back a bit. Actually, even a physio I went and saw the other day. He's like, "It's time to change gears." And I was like, "Like, what do you mean by that?" He goes, "Man, it's time to dial it back." And I was like, "Really? You're telling me to fucking dial it back, man?" I was like, "I'm on." I said, "It just recovery takes a little bit longer." He goes, "Yeah, I think you could dial it back." He's a very risk adverse type of thinker and guy. So there's those sorts of things that play on my mind day to day. But mate, um, there's no complaints. I love the way I'm living at the moment. So they don't know yet that you're doing uh, jiu-jitsu? Well, that's <laughs> that's in discussion <laughs> modes. I've got 90 days to figure this thing out if I'm going down that path for the next the next obsession. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't mind, I would just kind of, you know, jump into to today's topic. I know we've got something that's kind of heavy, I guess you could say, uh, to talk about. And, uh, you know, the topic I wanted to talk about was how to earn more respect, right? Mm. Um, a lot of people strive for, you know, gaining other people's respect. You know, certainly the family, right? The kids, the wife, you know, maybe your parents' respect and things like that. And for me, like, from my experience, like one of the things that a lot of sort of people, you know, have my respect initially is kind of like, you know, especially in terms of businesses, hey, this guy's making a million dollars a month. He certainly has my respect, right? And a lot of guys think that, hey, just because you make a certain amount of money, you know, that all of a sudden people should just automatically respect you. But we all know that when it comes to showing up as a father, you know, as a husband and as a leader in the community, that money isn't probably not the really the most important thing. So my question to you is, my first question is like, what does it take for a man to earn respect in general in terms of being a father, a husband, and a leader in the community? I, mean, I think it comes down to many things. One of the top pieces though is, you know, for me to have full respect for another human is I want to see they're all in and they're committed. You know, they're genuinely working on themselves to be the best version of themselves. So that might mean they don't have it all together and they don't have everything figured out, but there's a genuine, a genuine respect that comes towards someone who you know is putting in the work, they're putting in the effort and they're committed to it. And then on top of that, you know, when it comes to respect, you know, I want to understand, you know, and I look it up, what does respect actually mean? And like, if you look up the dictionary terminology around it, but it, you know, one of the, the key things is around admiration of another, like you respect them because you admire them. And I believe that we admire them because of the way that they show up with their behaviors, their attitudes, the way they speak, the way they hold themselves. And that comes back to what I was saying before in terms of how committed are these people that you want to respect? How committed are they to the path ahead to be their best self? And what that looks like is, you know, it's them working on trust. It's them working on consistency. 
It's them working on being authentic. Mm -hmm. It's them working on being accountable, being honest, you know, being principle led. And I think all through these, you know, the people I look up to in my world that I respect, these are all the sort of the attributes, so to speak, the values, the behaviors that these guys and girls or males and females are pushing forward. You know, you think about it, man, like how many people do you really fucking trust at the end of the day? You know, trust, not just in terms of trust they've got your back, but trust that when they say something, you know they're going to fulfill whatever it is that they brought up. And it's through conversations like, hey, man, good to see you. Yeah, let's catch up again. And you know deep down that's never going to fucking happen. Mm. Or you meet those people, hey, man, it's good to see you. Yeah, I'll give you a call next week. And you know that's never going to happen. Versus those who are like, hey, man, I'll call you next week. And then next, you know, deep down, that person is going to reach out to you next week. You know, it's funny. It's when I've become hyper aware of this in my own world, you know, being the guy, I don't now just say, hey, man, yeah, I'll give you a call next week if I'm not going to. I prefer just, I'll just take the awkwardness in that moment and not say anything. You know, and if someone says, oh, man, I'll give you a call. I'll say, okay, cool. When? I'll give you a call next week. Yeah, when next week would be a good time. You know, and all of a sudden it's, it's the awkward conversation no one wants awkward. to fucking have, but it's, let's get to the point here. I don't want to fuck around with this. Like, let's raise awareness on it. And there's one thing, you know, like with brothers and men that I know, it's one thing. Like if I say I'm going to be somewhere, man, like I am there five minutes early every single time. And I have a lot of brothers that say, they're like, you know, man, it's one thing I honor about you, Ben, is like you say you're going to be somewhere and you're fucking there, like hands down all the time. Or if I'm unable to, I will communicate it. I don't just hide. So I think these these are the things, man, that really build the level of respect. And I think a lot of people are looking for respect. Why doesn't my wife respect me? Why don't my kids respect me? Why don't my peers respect me to the level that I want to be respected? That's when you got to look in the mirror, man, and say, well, what are you fucking saying? you know, that you're going to do, but you don't do at the end of the day. How many times do you tell the kids, I'm not going to yell at them anymore, but then you yell at them? How many times do you tell your chosen one, you're going to be home at 5 p.m. after work, but you come home at 7? How many times do you tell your chosen one, you're not going to drink anymore? Okay, yeah, you had a bit of a blowout and you carried on last night at some dinner party and you're not going to do it again. But then a fucking week down the track, two weeks down the track, business gets in the way, you get all hyped up, you go and have a big blowout and you do it again. Like these are the little things, these one percenters that break respect. And this is what I feel men are challenged with. I'm sure there's a lot of women who probably resonate with this as well, but there's a lot of guys out there that resonate with this feeling like, man, no one fucking respects me. Well, the truth is you got to look in the mirror and say, well, am I holding my ship tight? Am I holding, we call it holding the line. Are you holding the line? You say you're going to fucking be this guy. Are you showing up and operating like this guy at the end of the day? Well, for me, that was kind of like the main reason why I wanted to brought this topic up was I spoke to a guy the other day and his biggest thing was, you know, I feel like when I come home, you know, the wife doesn't respect me. The kids doesn't respect me. I feel like I'm being walked all over. And I sort of told him, I was like, you know, what's happening? Like, are you actually, you know, I go, I tell him, I was like, hey, you know, one of the main reasons that a lot of guys are sort of in this position with people in general is we fail to do the things that we say we're actually going to do, Mm. right? Most of us, again, give ourselves a thousand one excuses for why, you know, I'm triggered or I'm yelling at the kids or whatever the case may be. And this guy goes, yeah, 
that's me because nobody holds me accountable, yeah. right? And it's like, well, how do you expect yourself to have others respect if you're not, you know, if you're not showing up like you say you're going to do, right? If you don't have clear values. And so like, that's my question is like, how does having clear values help a man earn more respect from his wife, his kids and his peers? We start to become aligned. You know, one of, one of the big pieces of work we do inside Rising King's experience is giving men a roadmap to building out what we call their personal code. And inside their personal code are two core values that we work towards to, to get visibility and clarity around. And then it's about the behaviors that back it in order to live it. And so most of us are living what we call by default, which means what are our clear values. What are these, what are the behaviors I need to operate towards in order to uphold these values? Most don't have that clarity. And so we're operating just at a default mode. It's whatever we fucking decide in the moment, that's the type of person we're going to be. Hey, I said I was going to be home at five, five o'clock rolls around. Your colleague's gone, mate, let's go to the pub for a couple of beers. Yeah, yeah, fuck. All right. Yeah, let's go to the pub. It's been a big day. Chosen one will sort it out. She'll be fine. Kids, da, 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 da. It's like, no clear values there. If the value set was, you know, consistency or maybe it was like commitment or maybe it was around family, you know, if it's a high value of family and you're getting pulled to something else, it's like, no, man, I'm going home to be with the family because that's my highest value and I want to make sure I'm there. Mm. So it's really, you know, the value set drives your behavior. So values are critical. A man should be quite clear on, you know, his core two to three values that he wants to uphold in order to become the man he desires to be. You know, that's in terms of like the being part of one man's life, his identity. Without that, it's just whatever we feel like doing in the moment. And then there's no alignment. And that's where we start to lose respect because we're saying one thing, but we're operating like another. And that's where people start to get confused. That's where kids get confused. That's where the chosen one gets confused. Colleagues, they don't know if they're going to, if the guy who shows up, is he going to be in a good mood today? Is he going to be in a shit mood? Like, who am I getting? What personality am I getting? You know, it was you know, 10 years ago when I was operating at default mode, you know, that was the thing my chosen one pulled me up on once. She's like, the problem is, I don't know what type of guy I'm going to get. And at that point in time, when I'm not awakened, I'm like, what, if, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, I am, I am who I am. And she's like, yeah, but it's different. You know, depending on where you're at, I'm going to get a different guy. Sometimes I get the happy, shiny, everything's great. And then I get the miserable, checked out, quiet husband who doesn't say a word. And all of a sudden, like, how can I demand respect, trust, or, you know, connection from someone who goes, mate, every day, it's a fucking guessing game. It's spinning the wheel. Mm. And so it's coming back to your question, values, man, critical. A man needs to be clear on his value set that drives his behaviors. If you don't have that and you're just operating by default mode, sorry, brother. Like that's a, it's a painful position to be in because it's, that just ties in with comfortable pain. Like it's comfortable because I'll just do whatever I need to do. But at the same time, it's not driving the results or the feelings or the way we want to really live our best life. So like, you know, another thing is a lot of guys think that being present just means sort of being there physically, right? Hey, I'm present with the kids. I'm I'm in the same room as them. But like, you know, most of the time we're not sort of there for them emotionally, right? When they're, you know, 
emotionally frustrated or, you know, sort of just kind of ignoring their feelings because we as parents these days, you know, sort of have so many things going on and we simply don't have the time, right? So like for me, and you could help me out with this, like how does me sort of showing up for my kids, you know, and following through the things that I say I'm going to do and like all of that, like how important is that for me and my family so that I can solidify respect and in a guess, in a way, credibility from others? Well, the first thing with that is, like, especially when it comes to kids, it's don't do what I say, it's do what I do. And so one of the biggest parenting faults we can make is we yell at the kids not to yell, right? Mm. Don't yell back at me. It's like, guilty. The kids go, oh, man, you're yelling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> why, why can you yell? Why can't I yell? Don't talk back to me. You know, don't raise your voice. Don't. And it's like we're creating a complete disconnect in terms of what we're saying and how we're operating. And I think it's one of the biggest things we need to get aligned on is what am I teaching my kids through my actual actions, right? How do you deal with chaos? How do you deal with, you know, drawing the line for your children, holding them, you know, inside, you know, a set of parameters to make sure that, you know, it's for their own safety at the end of the day, that we ask them not to do certain things, but how are we bringing that across and how are we communicating with them? Because if these things get missed and there's misalignment, that's when shit starts to fall apart. That's when kids, you know, as they get older, like these kids are smart, man. Like I look at my children, since they were like two, two and a half, three, like I started to communicate with them like they were adults to an extent, just in the way I chatted with them and talked with them. And I remember people going, man, they don't understand what you're saying. It's like they don't right now, but I'm planting these seeds for them as they get older. And I'm watching my son now who's 11 and some of the stuff that you know he learns off his peers and just how quickly their brain expands. And all of a sudden, if you're doing one thing and saying another, they're very quick to pull up on it. The challenge is, are we willing to accept that and then look at the change that needs to occur in order to get realigned. You know, and other things too, you know, if you've got sons and daughters or maybe you've got a couple of kids and you might favor one child over the other, right? Not intentionally, but there's just, you know, it's like, oh, I'll be really hard on my son, but really soft on my daughter. And it's like, what's that telling my son? And what's that telling my daughter? Versus this is the rule, this is the boundary, and that's for both of you regardless. So even when my daughter puts on the really gentle, soft, uh, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> it's like, but darling, you broke the rule. It would be the same if Bodhi did that. This is the consequence, right? And then watching what comes up out of it. But it's that's living to your authenticity. That's do like practice what I do, not practice what I say. And I think this is the biggest thing, especially as parents, it's the most important part of being a parent is really getting aware with, aware on that. The second piece is aligning with your chosen one on these things, right? It's it's conflicting if the father says this and then the mother says that or the mother says this and then the father says that. Like we're sending out two different rules and then what's what are the children going to do? They're going to go, well, I'm going to play these guys off one another, <laughs> right? right? I'm going to look for the loophole. And so it's like getting aligned on those sorts of things so that you can back one another. And this like Anyone can do the work on this. It can be the husband or the wife. For me and for the men who come through Rising Kings, that's on us. Like in my eyes, it's like that's on you to do that. You go and work with your chosen one to get aligned on the same, you know, playing ground for your children. So that's that's where I think, you know, respect comes from at the end of the day. The other thing that I wanted to throw in here, man, is your children are watching your every move. They're listening to your every word. Even though you think they're not, they are. 
So they're looking at what time you get up in the morning, how you hold yourself in the morning, how you eat your food, how you drink your coffee, you know, how you train. Are you into exercise? Are you looking after yourself? Do you meditate? Do you journal? You know, we do all these things. Like my children see me do these cold showers. They don't do them and I don't expect them to, but I'm planting seeds for them. You know, as we go on this journey that it's like, this is how a man really, you know, sets himself up to be his best self so that they can see this is me putting in the work on myself on a day-to-day basis. On the, on the secondary part of that is, do you respect yourself? So we demand respect from others, but at the end of the day, do you respect your own self? When you look in the mirror, do you respect the man that's looking back or the woman that's looking back? And what I mean by that is like, we say we're going to do so many things. We tell ourselves we want to be the best version of ourselves. We know a part of the path in order to raise our standards, to elevate our performance, to start showing up as a better version of ourselves. But how many of us are actually doing that over and over and over? So we go, hey man, I respect this person, this version of myself as I'm moving towards it. Then you don't need to go and ask for respect from others. That respect's just going to come because you're living your best life. So that guy that's sitting in the car right now, just came, you know, just going to work or he's about to go home, had a sort of terrible day and he knows that, you know, when he gets home that, you know, things are going to be a mess and he's going to be like walking on eggshells, you know, that, that guy, right? Jim, Tom, Joe, Paul, whoever's listening, right? What are some of the ways that that man can earn more respect from his family? First thing is, you know, we talked about presence before. When you show up into the shitstorm, right? The chaos of coming into a home after a day of work is to be present. Now, present means really being there and asking your chosen one, how was your day? Asking your children, how was your day? You know, really connecting with them to really be present with them. So, the first thing is about being present. Now, present isn't like just showing up and standing there and saying, well, fuck, I'm here. It's actually being immersed in in the environment with them. The second thing that I'd say is like, you've got to earn the respect of your family as you go through this, right? Like you can't just go and demand it. So it's really looking at, you know, what are you going to do over the next 30, 60, 90 days in order to start stepping up and, you know, operating at your highest to earn the respect of your chosen one and your children. So start looking at your language. What are you saying you're going to do? How are you showing up? Who's the man who steps into that world from the business back into the home life? Is he angry? Is he pissed off? Does he shout all the time? Does he grab a beer and try and check out? Does he switch on the TV and pretend like no one's there? Because that's the shit that's going to cause disrespect. Like no one's going to, your children and chosen one aren't going to respect that. So get clear on the type of guy that you want to be, that you know you need to be, and start operating like that guy. So those are things like being trustworthy, start being consistent, start being authentic, like I said before, start being accountable to your word, be honest in your conversations and how you show up. And I think, you know, one of the things you can start to do is start getting clear on, well, what are my values here? What are my behaviors that I want to start displaying in the home? Mm. Now, for that guy that's going, okay, I need more respect. I want more respect. I'm going to put some things into play. But like, what can he do to sort of, you know, obviously, whatever his actions are going to be is something, you know, that's going to leave an imprint behind for his kids, right? That's going to be part of his legacy. 
So to that guy that's listening and wants to really sort of change the legacy that he's living right now, what can he do to really start getting on that path and figuring out where am I lacking, what am I missing, and how can I improve? Well, if you go and take the Live Your Legacy scorecard, it's a good place to start. You know? Free, go in there, answer a bunch of questions, and you can start to look at across those five pillars, You know, where are the areas that you should be focusing on rather than just using guesswork and saying, well, fuck, you know, I'll just start doing something different, like getting clear on where do I need to focus my energies, et cetera. The next thing I'd be doing is, you know, tuning into a lot of these podcasts, go back and listen to a few of these. I can try and understand, you know, what is the type of role I want to play as a father, husband, leader in the world. And then the third is, you know, it's is at the end of the day, two things. It's getting clear, right, on the type of man you want to be and desire to be. And then the second is around commitment. Because a lot of us, man, and I'm sure you know this, like we can write this down, we can put it in front of you, you can have all the plans you want, you can have everything laid out in front of you that tells you step by step what it is you need to do in order to become the best version of yourself. But if you're not fucking committed, if you genuinely are not committed to making that shift, it will not happen because it's not easy, it's not smooth, it's not comfortable, it's going to challenge you. It's going to cause a lot of triggers. It's going to cause a lot of headaches. It's going to cause a lot of frustration. However, when you're committed, while it's not easy, the effort at the start is really high, but over time, that effort starts to decrease and you can start to step into this highest version of yourself. They're the things that I, I would do if I went back 10 years and told myself, hey, man, this is where you got to start. That's Ben Sockeld, and I'm Michael, and this has been another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. So that's it for this week's show. We really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Make sure that you head over to iTunes, uh, rate and review the show. This really helps us get the message out there to ensure we're doing our part in helping others raise their standards and live to their highest order. Also too, if you haven't already, you can apply to join our free Facebook group where we take this conversation deeper and further. And then finally, if you want additional resources, etc., head over to risingkings.com.au. Have an awesome week. Stay strong.